Downloading verbally committed. Welcome to verbally committed. Well, first of all, what kind of mythical powers does a sun devil have? We've got to consider that. Verbally? Yeah, yeah, you like that one? Let that one soak in for a minute. Committed. Well, what do you think? What kind of questions are? I mean, I'll answer your questions, not your insults. I'm not going to, so quit asking. What else do you want to know? See, I'm bitterly disappointed. Can't make that any more clear. Now, Connor Ryan and Mike Gilligan. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Verbally Committed episode. I think we're on 43. I don't know, 43, something like that. Presented by Couch Guy Sports. I'm Connor Ryan. And I'm Mike Gilligan. What is going on, everybody? Again, presented by Couch Guy Sports. Go check out the uh, website, www.couchguysports.com, that Gilly and I have not blogged for. for uh, It's been a few weeks for me now, Gilly. I don't know about you. Yeah, we're, you know what? Between, uh, between just us, you, me, and uh, a lamppost here, uh, we're going to start sending out a uh, blog, blog, uh, I don't know, defenders to take out kneecaps for every blog that's missed. So you have, you have two more strikes or else you're going to be walking okay. on jelly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I get yeah. busy. You hear that, Things Al? Get... Al, I hope you're hearing. I'm, I'm yeah. muscling these, these bloggers into, into <laughs> submission here. They're going to, they don't, yeah. Yeah, you're the guy who's been has kneecaps broken so many times. You've just like turned into the you, you've uh, gone to the other side here of like, oh, I'll break kneecaps then. Um, <laughs> you know, things in my defense, things are getting busy at work. The Explorers are coming back. Baseball season is around the corner for for us. I mean, Major League Baseball is already uh, underway as well as college baseball is really already underway. So, you know, I'm just a busy guy, Gilly. I have my, my talents are needed elsewhere, you know, for places that actually give me a paycheck that is true that is true. you <laughs> got to bring home the bacon so i, yeah, I don't right. you there yeah exactly that's they give me a bigger paycheck than couch guy what can i say it's uh it's you know it's tough to argue against one place that pays me against one that doesn't so yeah. oh so you're a sellout yeah that's how it is oh 100 <laughs> I, I i've said that a million times I'll, I'll sell out i don't care um well march madness wrapped up uh baylor pretty much crushed Gonzaga. That game was never close. Not, I mean, never, not even like, oh, it was four to two at one point. It no, was never close. I know, right? I think it was nine oh run to start the game. Here's my take on it. I sit here that night surprised, but as I look back now, I'm not surprised. You know what? Was Gonzaga really that good? Was You and I never sat here and were like, Gonzaga might be one of the greatest basketball teams of all time. We were like, oh yeah, they might go undefeated. That's a neat story, but we were never like, Boy, Gonzaga's toe to toe with like any other great basketball team that's ever like, I don't know, were they top ten even? If they had won, maybe you put them in there just because they have the ring and the banner. But I mean, were they even top ten? Well, what's unfortunate is they really didn't get like seriously, seriously tested until the end there, right? Because even even look at like their um their tournament run, it's like they they beat was that um uh, is that Norfolk State? Um, yeah. Norfolk State as a 16 seed. Okay, nothing. Um, Norfolk. Then Norfolk, Norfolk. Yeah, I say Norfolk or Norfolk, Norfolk, Norfolk. What, you don't even know what you say. Norfolk. Ah, it's care. Norfolk to me. You're but confusing then Oklahoma, me. Creighton, Creighton, yeah. as it's known apparently. Creighton. <laughs> <laughs> um, USC, UCLA. Like those are like none of those teams were in the top 25 at the end of the season except for Creighton, I guess. Maybe USC was sneaking in. I don't know. And then Baylor was just like boom like punch in the face like this is the best team you've seen all year um i know they played kansas they were supposed to play baylor um 
but a, a lot of the other teams that they actually played against just didn't really hold up long term. Mm-hmm. Even like a UVA, um, they did play Iowa, which I kind of forgot about, but that was early, early on. Uh, but still, no, that was just kind of like zero to one hundred. And then the way that they won against UCLA, that's got to be really tough to like bounce back. Not I shouldn't say bounce back, but like get so pumped about a game winner like that that at, was so dramatic. And then ramp it up for one more game in uh True. in two days. So that that must have been really tough for them. But no, you're right. It's not it's not super shocking. We knew that Baylor was Baylor and Gonzaga were the uh, the best two teams uh, by by a large margin. Um, yeah. Baylor obviously a bit more battle tested in that sense in terms of like the the teams and just like the consistent schedule that they had to. Because that's the other thing with Gonzaga. Good as they may have been in the beginning of the year when they had those those few big wins against teams that we didn't know we thought were very good at the time. Then they played through the conference and it's like, sure, BYU was pretty good. Now that we we, we know that. Like, but mm-hmm. tournament team, nothing crazy. Other than that, they really I don't know, they just kind of coasted. So um yeah. even if it led to a thirty one and zero record until the championship, that's I don't know. It makes you wonder, is uh is the answer moving to a different conference for them to kind of really get over the hump? You know, uh, the powerhouse that is the Pac-12. I don't know. Are they calling? Are they, is, <laughs> are they, uh, they are. heating up Gonzaga's phone lines there? I mean, uh, <laughs> it's funny to say that. But, um, no, yeah, it, I don't know. And, honestly, their their biggest test uh, up until a championship game was UCLA. That was an incredible game. Uh, one of the – that was easily the best game of the tournament, which it was a good tournament. Like, the, um, I remember a few years ago there was, like, a tournament where it, like, came out all chalk. It sucked. I just remember being bored. Um, this one was actually pretty good. I know it came out to, like, the two teams we always expected at the end, but uh, to getting there, it was really fun. And again, UCLA's run was a lot of fun to watch. And in that game, that wasn't like, oh, UCLA ran out to a big lead and then Gonzaga came back because they're too good and then stomped them out in overtime. Like that was a fantastic game. Actually, didn't even get to overtime. Um, But you know what I mean? Stomped them out in like the last five minutes and like one by 10 and covered. Like that was a back and forth game the entire night. Like at halftime, they were going back and forth for the lead. Then in the second half, they were going back and forth for the lead. And and UCLA had a a legit chance to, you know, win that game and send it to OT and uh, Jalen Suggs for the win, which the, the incredible part about that was he let it go. He knew it was good as soon as he left his hand. Like, I mean, that was a that was the most incredible part to me was, you know, not that he made the shot, but he was just like, as soon as he let go, he's like, yep, that's good. Um, I mean, Gordon Hayward had the kind of same look when he almost beat Duke. Like, you could tell he was like, oh, that's online. Like, this has a shot. Yeah. You know, sometimes you, you heave it up from half court and you're like, oh, ooh, that felt good. Uh, Suggs, like, just he, he just knew it. Like, he started, like, doing a curry, like, walk away. Like, yep, got it. Going to the championship game. Talk to you all later. Well, it was like a deep three, though. It wasn't it wasn't quite half court because even the way that they True. defended it was kind of tricky because it's like, obviously, they don't want to foul. So that was an interesting And when you look back on it in that context, it's like they they probably UCLA could have defended that better, at least just to kind of get in the way. But then then it gets dicey, especially to college kids. Who knows? All it takes is one errant arm or something like that and have it be a situation where the ref doesn't want to call that foul realistically. No. But if it's bad enough, you kind of have to or in the heat of the moment, you're like, OK got to do it but um no that was that was cool and actually one thing i wanted to ask you too in terms of that 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 game and that celebration a where does it rank in terms of like uh ncaa tournament uh games and like finishes that you can think of i know um i feel like a lot of people were kind of talking about the uh the christian leitner 
uh, shot for Duke. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that was before our time, essentially. So, um, but still, I, th- that's another interesting one, though, and that was for the championship, right? So that was a little bit different for for Leitner. Leitner? No, that was like the Elite Eight, if I remember. That was right. Elite Eight. Yeah, that wasn't even oh. championship. Here's- oh, you know, they were down by one though. That's what it was because there's something about those higher stakes that I was like, yes. that's interesting. So it was like if he missed that, yeah, Suggs misses. It's like whatever. Overtime, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna look up the Leitner shot real quick, but um, in terms of games, it's certainly up there. Now, what hurts it uh, is the fact that it was not. And by the way, yes, that was the Elite Eight. It was the okay. uh, East Regional Final uh, Leitner shot. Um, but still, that's a big game. That's to go to the Final Four. Sometimes I think like. Elite eight games sometimes overshadow final four because like sometimes just getting to the final four for some schools feels like you basically won the championship. Like you can rest on that for the rest of like your the next five years of like, hey, we went to the final four one. Like South Carolina, when they went to the final four, nobody's sitting here like, what is wrong with South Carolina basketball right now? We're all like, hey, remember when they went to the final four? You know, Shaka Smart's entire career is still based off of the time he got VCU to the final four. Um, that is true. Wait, I, I, I feel like it's it's it almost equals a championship for some schools. Now, if you're like uh, Duke, the Final Four, it doesn't mean as much. Um, it's still awesome to go, but you're Duke. You play for championships. Kansas, you play for championships. North Carolina, you play for championships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, in terms of like great games of all time, I feel like it's going to get overshadowed because it was Gonzaga against an 11 seed UCLA. It, it, it's not going to have the, you know, Duke, Kentucky. That's why Leitner's shot lives in such infamy is because you have a such a rabid fan base of Kentucky that now all hates Christian Leitner because of that shot. And then Duke, you know, that rabid fan base that stretches across the country, um, you know, has that shot to, you know, as their tradition and in, in history and culture. Uh, so I feel like the, I mean, maybe Gonzaga is going to, you know, kind of be a new Duke where all of a sudden you do see like fans stretching across the country. There's going to be fans in Florida that are like, Hey, I like Gonzaga because you know, they're really good when I was young and I just, you know, hung on to them because you know, my local school, the university of Miami sucked at the time. I, I don't know. Um, so I feel like that's where it kind of loses some steam. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think of like other great, games like uh what was the florida wisconsin uh game i think that was the sweet 16 or elite eight where um wisconsin looks like they hit the shot to win it but then florida comes right back down and it's same way that was like the same thing in that game you know florida throws up the just runner from beyond the arc and it goes in you know that that certainly goes up there butler like i just mentioned gordon hayward for now that one's a championship game so it's different and again that would have been david beating goliath and duke if Hayward knocks it down from half court, that's, you know, unbelievable. Um, half of like Kemba's games in the Big East tournament that one time. I know you're saying yeah, much madness, but, but um, I mean, it's, it's definitely up there though. It's certainly up there. At least ones that I can remember. Um, Cause like, it, it's hard to like, it, it is hard to justify and quantify. Like, what does it mean? Cause it was final four. It was a final four game, but, Again, Gonzaga, UCLA, neither team won the championship. I think it means more if Gonzaga had won because then you point to that game and be like, boy, the Zags would have never had their championship if not for this shot in this play, in this game. Um, I feel like that's a big part of it as well. Yeah, no, that is true. That's a, that is a good point. I just It was just a, a lot of back and forth, though. You know what I mean? And you, and you are right. And, 
in terms of being an 11 seed in, in Gonzaga. I think that's the biggest thing, too. It doesn't have the same pedigree of, like, oh, man, remember that that time that Duke and North Carolina met in the ACC championship? Like, holy shit, that was a that was a game. And you see photos, and you're like, I know mm. I know th- those people. Or it's like a few years from now, probably not going to, I don't know. You're going to see a random photo from the Gonzaga-UCLA game be like, who are those guys? It's like, yeah, oh, I kind of vaguely remember their relevancy for a moment. Jacob Timmy, some yeah, uh, no. As he's playing somewhere in uh, the Middle East, <laughs> ten years from now, that was a great matchup, actually, of the like the hair situation that we had. Yeah, Jacob Timmy with the stash on Gonzaga, stash in the headband, great, great look. And then is it Matthew Mayer on um, on Baylor? Is it Matthew? I think it's Matthew Mayer um, with the just like the the mullet and just like true like Jeff Samarja like look. That was cool. That was to have those as like your opposing, uh, I don't even know, personas on each team. That was that was special. That was I don't know. You, Look it back. On you know, that it was a, while. you know, it was another uh, another game. I for, completely forgot to mention, but it, it it's better than uh, the one we just saw, uh, Villanova North Carolina championship a few years ago. Chris That's Jenkins, true. you know, I mean, a, a shot to, but again, see now that one's the same way. Whereas you mentioned Leitner's was like, if he doesn't make it, Duke loses. Uh, if Jenkins doesn't make that shot, Villanova and UNC go to overtime. But yeah. it was the same thing where UNC just made a ridiculous shot and then Villanova just runs down the floor and hits a game winner. Um, but that was, a, I think, maybe a more iconic game and shot. But the other part of that is, uh, again, Chris Jenkins, not really known outside of that play for Villanova. Christian Leitner obviously had a fantastic college career and was – pretty polarizing by the time he got to the NBA. Um, I think if Jalen Suggs has a, a successful NBA career, that heightens uh, what he his shot in uh, this past weekend. Yeah, no, that is true. You're right, because it's – I'm trying to think of other examples of guys that were kind of – You have to stay relevant. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Because even like a guy like Fred Van Vliet, like he made some some shots uh, in his run True. with uh, with Wichita State, but I don't I can't think of one off the top of my head. It's like, oh my gosh, the shot by Fred Van Vliet. Like, no, not really. So, yeah, no, that's a what good about, way to give some credit to Mark Baker, uh, not Mark Baker. God damn, what is this? His name was Baker. His last name is Baker. Mark Baker is someone I went to school with. Oh, you're gonna make me look it up. He played for the Knicks. Oh, Ron Baker. Ron Baker. There it is. Yes. Ron yeah. Baker. Thank Dude, you. there's a there's a photo of him for, for some reason where he's like, it's like a Knicks team photo shoot. And for whatever reason, he's holding like a Domino's pizza box and like <laughs> and just standing funny in a photo. I have that saved on my phone somewhere because I used to. And he's got like and he has like when we were like in middle school, like the long hair was a thing. That's how his hair is. It's just like swept to the side, like long. It's like the most bizarre thing. Ron Baker, Ron, the shot maker, Baker. There it is. Uh, but yeah, Wichita State, same thing. Like for them, getting to the Final Four was enough. Uh, you know, that's their championship. So um, that's kind of my, my point out of that. But I know you did want to mention uh, and throw out there. Well, let's do our top three. Let's do top three because uh, Jalen Suggs celebration. He said it was inspired right from Dwayne Wade um, jumping on the table. So and I know you wanted to do this. So what are the top three? Game-winning shot celebrations. 
I was gonna say this is this is a, just a kind of a yeah a little little conversation yeah. here in terms of what we can. Uh, at first, I was like, should we draft it or whatever? But we can just talk about them because that's a pretty cool one. That's up there. That might be my number one of like instant. You hit a game winning shot, jump up on the scorers table, talk to the crowd, pump your chest, and be like, and then their teams just like all over you. Like that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool way of uh, mm-hmm. of winning. Obviously, you have like the. Um, uh, more of an NBA move recently, but like the Damian Lillard. Um, actually, he's got a couple signature ones. The um, just like the the point to the point to your wrist, as in like to to check the time. Yeah, it just it just kind of like walk off calmly, kind of. Where and then you're. I was gonna say that one. The Damian, the Damian Lillard uh, and or Derrick Rose, because he did the same thing when he beat uh, hit the game winning shot against LeBron in the Cavs in the playoffs that one year, where like no reaction. Yeah, stone face, just <laughs> yeah, just like you made it. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, even Damian Lillard's so good at that too, because I, it's kind of a different celebration. Was that the one when he hit that shot against Paul George? Did he? He might have. I think he waved. I think he might have yeah, waved. Yeah, I think he waved. He like but, waved goodbye to the Thunder or something like that. But then they all mobbed him, right? Yeah, and, then that's and he's the just like staring he, like, at the camera. He's staring at the camera. There's a still photo from that, like that broadcast of him just like staring at the camera, like so, <laughs> so just deadpan, like like it's nothing to him. So that's that's pretty good. The whole deadpan routine that's yep. up there. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a pointing a, to no. the name at the on the jersey. You know, doing that. No, you're right. Yeah, just kind of being showing like, a name or pointing to the name. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that is up there in terms of a, a reaction. There used to be one um, they did a few times where like guys would just like pull their jersey aside and show off like their nipple or something. I don't know. That was was that like a KG true. thing? Maybe, maybe. Or I, I feel, feel like, like that's KG. Like ah. kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. They just kind of like rip at it. Another one, Buddy Healed recently is a big. I don't know who started this, but he's he's done it a couple times now. You just run off. And granted, this is not an NCAA yes. tournament one. Sprint out. Yeah, but just they've done that before with the Kings. Just run out as soon as you momentum from the shot goes in, and you just run to the locker room. It's just like everyone just follows you, and it's just like that would be that would be so weird, especially on the other team. You're just like, what the hell? Like that was. It's kind of insulting, but like kind of funny at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a pretty good one. I I, I think that that's so funny. I I've watched that that buddy healed one a few times. Because the way the bench just like follows too, where it's like they kind of chase yeah, him around like, and they right. see what he's doing, and everyone just runs out. So it's just like uh, I don't know, especially if it's an away team that that uh, that just lost. They're just like, okay, I guess we're gonna go home now. Like <laughs> later, guys. Yeah, the uh, rest of the like crowd celebrating, and they're just like, all right, we're still out here. Yeah, jumping on the floor, another one, just like classic mobbing of just like that'd be yeah. kind of cool actually. Do a little penguin slide on your belly. I feel like that'd be a I don't know if I've seen that exactly as that as I I see it in my head, but I could pull that off. What about you? What what else am I am I missing here? I'm trying to think of what else you're missing. I mean, most of it's just like hugging and going crazy with your teammates. Uh, like I'm trying to think of classic. One. I I'm, I'm glad people don't do it as much anymore. But the LeBron like you know push down or whatever that was stupid. I hated it when he did it, but he did it like against the Celtics, if I remember. Was that after his dunk on Jason Terry? Or was no, that like later no, in the game? No, no but okay. he did. Yeah, that that one that clip still hurts me. How does that clip that clip goes viral like every month? I swear of that dunk on Jason Terry. There's yeah. no anniversary. I don't know why these people need to bring back those videos because I hate it's it. It's ESPN. They have nothing else to tweet about. Um, one that I, it's not a game winning celebration, but it's one that I love doing. Like if I'm at the park or something, or if I like you know 
not even knock down like a three. You don't ever see it when we like play 2K or something and I hit a three in your face. I love the mellow. Yeah, do the three to the side of the head. That's just a great celebration. Like, like that's not that is. yeah, you can't really steal it from them, but like it's not a game winning one, but that's just like a great way to be like, fuck yeah. That is true. Back down the that three. is true. Another fuck cool you. one. And it could be game winning, but is the uh Dylan oh. D'Angelo Russell point to like the veins. Yeah, the ice like, in the veins. Your, uh, yeah. That is kind of yep. a cool one. You know? But again, that's that's more of like a big shot moment, not like just won the game. But I like the I, I like just the getting hype, like you know, pointing to the floor like this is my house, this is my house. Like that's a good one. You know, after fit, a shot just, or like after I, a game? After a game winner, like yeah, or like I mean, I don't know, or like oh, you know, fire. slapping your chest. <laughs> Slapping your chest or whatever. I'm a big slap in the chest guy. Um, What's your number one? See, I don't know. I could never the scores table like your number one though, because I think that'd be the coolest thing ever. The coolest. That'd be cool because yeah, because then like your teammates, yeah, they're below you, so it's like you're on this pedestal of like I just did this, and like the best part too is all the people, the media people are like, or people on the scores table are still trying to do their job as you're standing there. It's like, excuse me, like if you watch, (laughs) I think what he jumps up next to Suggs was like the replay guys. So they're like sitting there trying to frantically see, like make sure he made the shot on time or like <laughs> let it go on time as he's celebrating on the table right next to him. And the guys are like quickly like going back and being like, oh, did he hit it on time? And it's like, <laughs> as he's celebrating next to him, imagine if they said like, hold on. Imagine if one of them's like, excuse me, sir, you, you might want to look at this. I know that uh, would have been, oh, that would have been crazy. No, that's and is it disrespectful to the media person? If you're a media person, like, oh, nope, nope, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. I, I didn't, I didn't notice that actually. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. And, and I feel like that. I, you know what? As a as a media person and just covering a, a basketball tournament myself uh, here in Sioux City, Iowa, um, if a girl or if I mean if anyone, I, I covered a girls' tournament here recently, but if if one of them had made a game winning shot, ran over to like where I was sitting at the table and like jumped up on the table Just and started celebrating. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be like, this is like, I wouldn't be going Joe Buck and being like, what a disgrace. Are you kidding me? You don't do this to people. I'd be like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what a disgusting display. I, I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be like, Oh my God, that was an incredible shot. Yes. Give me a high five. <laughs> that would be cool. You know, I rescind that statement. It's not disrespectful. Just get over yourself. If you think it is. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I can't, yeah. I, I, I can't think of, I, I could, I was never uh, creative enough, like in the moment, to like think, like, as, like, I don't, if you're Jalen Suggs, how do you think of that as the first? I'd be like running around like crazy. How is it like? Oh, I, I gotta go to the table. Like, yeah. I don't know. You gotta be thinking it's that just, ahead of time. Like, even right. just like something simple is like arms in the air, like just kind of panic, right? Because I feel yeah. like for the moment, you probably have what three to five seconds to react and like do something if you do it. Otherwise, it's like, too late. Like not to, you know, not to be like, oh, back in my day. But when I played football, if I got a sack, I didn't have like a celebrate. I didn't have like a go to like, you know, made up dance. Like, I think one time I just like, no, I think one time I just like sat there and yelled. I was like, yeah. And then like, you know, any other time I like ran over my teammates and like, you know, knocked heads or something, but like never, never did like a dance or like a sack. You know, that's a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Um, the And I did hit a shot uh Cherho middle school basketball um this was going way back for mike shields uh it wasn't a game winner but it was one to send it to double overtime like it was off of a missed free throw and i got the rebound and i like put it back in and again 
I didn't like, I had no time to react. Like the next thing I knew I was like hugging like Tim Lyons or something. I was just like, Oh my God, I made it. Um, or even my touchdown, my, my touchdown I scored. I had, I, I celebrated. And I didn't even realize I did it. Um, <laughs> what'd you do? Cause like they paused it before I did it. And my coach was like, uh, he made fun of me. Cause he was like, Pap, like, don't raise your hand. Don't like, don't celebrate before you get in. I'm like, I didn't like, what are you talking about? I didn't even know how to react. And then he played it. I put up my finger. As I went like from five yards in, I put my finger up number one because I like scored. I didn't even know I did it. It was an <laughs> out of body experience. Um, but again, like I scored and I ran through the back of the end zone just to make sure that I scored because I didn't want to be the idiot that stopped at the five yard line or something and be like, I scored and then dropped the ball. And everyone's like, what are you doing? Um, so I ran through the back of the end zone. Like I kept running until there was no more white lines to run through. And then I. <laughs> I remember I turned around and like I started like hugging everybody. Um, I tried to hand the ball back to the referee and I like dropped it a few times because like my hands were shaking. I was so excited. Like, but again, I don't. You, how do you think wow. of that? How do you yeah. think of that? I I never could. Have you had like any big experience like that where you, you should have celebrated big time but you just never did? Um, any home runs couple, in little league? I had a couple big shots in in, uh, in rec basketball in particular, a couple game winners and one one actually when I was older to send it into overtime, but that was kind of similar reaction to your to your middle school basketball situation where it was kind of like just like all of a sudden it happened and it's like everyone's yeah. kind of hugging and it's just like, oh my God, like that's and you're like, what? Uh, imagine yeah, if you, um, imagine in rec basketball you jump on a tiny little <laughs> foldable scores table they have there. You jump in front of Pat Gingerella's face. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm trying to think though, because that was that was one of the the closer ones. I um, actually, I did have a game winner in another younger rec game. I don't even remember what the reaction was. I think we just kind of all jumped up and down and kind of hugged. But it was like it was Bryce Kelly had a breakaway layup, um, with a little bit of a little bit of heat on him, and he missed it. And it, I was trailing him, and then I put it right back in, and time expired, and it was like, oh my god, because that was, yeah. So that was a, that was a cool one because I don't I don't remember if we were down by. We must have been, I don't know. Obviously, we're either down by one or it was tied, but that was that was kind of cool. I'm trying to think. No, no big baseball ones for me to be honest with you. Other than like defensive plays, like I never really, I don't think I had too many like offensive moments in the clutch per se. I was like the one that's like, all right, I'm gonna get on and, and kind of start a yeah. rally type thing. Um, you draw a walk. You're not like. <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, honestly, I, wasn't, I wasn't knocking people in, so I'm not like flipping after a walk. Actually, someone did that uh, this this past week of uh, they like sprinted down the line after that. a walk. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay, I feel like I, that would annoy me as a pitcher. Be like, okay, buddy. I feel like what? kids did that in the little league though. Like, you would sprint down the line for a walk. <laughs> it was like more disrespectful. Like, casually walk down the line in the little league. Like, if you That's sprinted, true. it was like, oh, that kid's got good hustle. Now, but like, if you like. Flipped your bat, took your time walking down it, like took off your, like kept walking as you took off your gloves and like lightly jogged over your, your coach would be like, don't do that again. Like run down the line next time. You know what? Some of us are more used to walks than others. I, uh, I was an OBP machine. You know what? I was a free swinger. Used to walk like every other at bat. <laughs> a walking specialist. The only time I, I walked, led the league in walks my first the year. The time I walked was when I went up against Jared Baton because I had no idea, and he had no idea where the baseball was going when he let it go. <laughs> he was terrifying. <laughs> um, I did hit a home run and have a celebration, uh, but again, it was like out of body experience. I hit a. It was my first ever like out of the park home run, and 
left the yard. I, I, I put a good swing on it, obviously, but it was like opposite field. I didn't, I wasn't watching it. Like I had my head down. I'm like, Oh, probably gonna get caught in center field. Maybe if it gets dropped, I can get a double or whatever. Um, and like, as I round first, I look up and the umpire's like doing the, you know, home run thing i start jumping up and down from first to second base <laughs> my parents were laughing at me because they're like you couldn't just like you jumped the entire way from first to second as soon as you looked up and saw the umpire doing this i started just like yes yes because i was like holy shit i just did a home yeah. run yeah. plus little league was fun because everyone used to come out of the dugout it was like a walk-off everyone would come out yeah. and meet you at home plate yeah that is true that is true that was a cool little little tradition that we had i, yeah. I feel like that was I don't know if all leagues do that, but it was cool. We did. Kind of a, yeah. Dowfield sure did. Yeah. All right. There you go. Celebrations. We, it's hard though. Now that I think back on it, I'm like, I never had like a pre planned celebration. You know, I net like Jalen Suggs is like, if I ever do it now, maybe if you get to a certain level, you get older, like D1, you know, you're like, you, he's probably hit a million game winning shots before too. So he's like, all right, I've been there, done that. Like, yeah, it's the final four. It's a big stage, but like, you know, I've hit game winning shots before. Um, but you never, never have time to really think about them. Yeah, that's true. Don't tell I, you pre-plan it. Yeah. And even I'm trying to think of, in terms of my high school career with stuff like I, track is a weird one, right? Cause even if you win a race, it's kind of like you're exhausted. So it's like, yeah. it's kind of like, well, that was it. Like I, there's no, if I left anything yeah, but, for a celebration, I didn't win by enough realistically. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like the, the Olympics. And I mean, even the, in the Olympics, like all you do is walk around with the flag afterwards, like after you, you know, True. place in a race. Yeah. Um, so, but in like, I don't know, it's not like we had Charo flags flying around for like, after you win, you win your race, you're like, give me that thing, drape it over. And you're like awesome. walking around the walking around the entire, they'd be like, get off. There's another, we're starting to four by one. Yeah. Now. Well, get out <laughs> of here. What up, relax. <laughs> <laughs> or no, tennis. tennis. I mean, are there big celebrations in tennis? You're a big well, tennis, tennis guy. Tennis is a weird one because it's like, I don't know, I, I won my fair share of matches, but at the same time, it's like it was it, tennis is a weird sport in that sense because there will be big points throughout. But it's not like, I don't know, the, the game winners or that the batch winners are, are kind of a, a little bit of a, a different situation. Usually, usually you at least have a little bit of buffer. So it's like, all right, well, I'd have to lose the next point, two points to, to lose the game. And mm. all of a sudden things get interesting for a tiebreaker or whatever. Um, but no, I, I had some cool. I don't think I really celebrated a whole, whole lot in terms of the tennis ones, but I've had some moments where I've gotten some cool reactions. A couple, I'm trying to think of who it was. There's one parent that one time like screamed out after I had like a shot because they were just like, Mike! It was just like, they were so pumped for me. I'm trying to think of who it was, but it was really cool. I felt like, <laughs> oh shit, like people are watching me. It's like, you're you're not watching your son. You're watching me instead. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, he's over on court six. You're on yeah. court one. You're like, oh, forget, yeah. Yeah, forget Tommy. Um, yeah. How about golf? You know what golf is one where you can like premeditate like if i make this putt that's what i'm gonna do that is true that is true i um i but golf I is I, also a reserved one see like i feel like on the pga you can get away with more whereas like uh it depends on the setting if you're with your buddies you can get away with more but like well with a drive though i i, I think i told true. you that this recently where i after i i smoked a drive this past weekend when i was home for easter just drilled it and it was like dead straight, super high. I was like, boom, gone. I got like so pumped up. I just took my club and I like flipped it like I was Fernando Tatis. <laughs> my dad was not that impressed. My dad has never been one for uh, for showboating. Actually, in a rec game once, I did a between the legs layup and he was so mad. But it was Hopkinton rec, so he couldn't really sub me out because I just yeah. did like 
Yeah, wait for the next four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you can't do anything about it. You know, wait, you know, wait for his uh, predetermined pregame sub uh, rotation. <laughs> yep, yep. Did one of those. I did one actually. He's probably he was most mad at the time. I did a hard stare down back. I st- I picked the pocket of some kid at the top, like half court. It did like dribbled a couple times, had like a breakaway layup, and I like looked back as I did it, like at the kid. <laughs> my dad was like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> that was when I became a bad apple when it came to basketball. That was when I just had a bad attitude, just looking at Tom Gilligan. Feelings. Yeah, Tom Gilligan, not- just the, the essence of humble. Honestly, he really he was not happy with me about that. <laughs> did That's- not pass it on to his uh, his son. No. Oh. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, you know what though? Tom Gilligan's probably very much the old man, straight down the middle of the fairway. Like you know, he's not he's hitting 150 yards at most. Like you know, yep. it's it, but everything's straight. You know what? What's he gonna flip about? He's like, hey, I, I hit it straight. That's my game. It's, <laughs> he's like, it'd be like Zach Greinke pumping his fist after a strikeout. It's like, all right, like you're not throwing it hard. You're just you're placing it right. You know, that's, that is true. If, if Granky was like fired up after a punch out, you'd be like, what are you doing? Like Jamie Moore, if he's like pumping his fist, you're like, what are you, what's wrong with you? You know, it's, it's, he's like classical music. He's just like, yep, I hit it straight. It's not going to go far, but you know what? I, I score par on damn near every hole. It's just, it's how I do it. That's true. He's a big, he's a, he's really good actually at chipping. So he chips in quite yeah, a bit. See, for, Small game, yeah, short game. Yeah. He's, he usually doesn't. He doesn't have a great reaction until afterwards. Then he starts talking crap on the next on the next tee box, and it's like especially. Well, I mean, that's an old man game match too. Play. I know, but then we do match play or like uh, match play, and we like come back. And we win the next two holes and win the 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 entire round. It's like, well, I guess I shouldn't have talked trash. So, yep. I don't know. That's 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 an old man play as well. To you know, talk trash after they see that. Us young people, we talk trash. Like you're talking trash on that drive. You're like, "Oh, I'm set up big," and he's <laughs> like, "Okay, all right, wait till you like." Because then he knows you're going to chip it too far over the green and end up, you know, two putting it from there. And he's like, eh. "And you know, next hole, he's like, eh, see, well, I hit it straight, you know, lay up. It's not that bad." I do think I, I think I barely got par on that hole. Like I should have been in a good I, position to go for a birdie, and instead I didn't. I had to like struggle to get a par, which for me is very good. So I mean, I also know how you work. I play, I play you in PGA you know, <laughs> 2K, and you talk shit every time you out drive me, and I'm like, I'm winning. What are you? T- oh, are you gonna hit it from I back did. there? I'm like, I'm yes, what I could get. Working. <laughs> it's fun. Congrats it's on fun. your extra ten yards. Ooh, you get to hitter. club. Oh my God! You get to club down from a six to a seven. Wow! I'm gonna go to Top Golf soon, and I'm gonna turn heads. Honestly, I'm gonna. Just, <laughs> just now, really see, Top Golf is a now that that's a place where it's like encouraged, you know, showboat and flip. Because yeah, there yeah. is no like, there is no justification of like, well, I'm gonna play this one short. Like, who goes to Top Golf and works on their short game? Really? Yeah, I. You know what? Those places are are dangerous. When you like add alcohol in like a driving range, it just it's yeah, a, in a couple time. of levels, but I just want to like just smoke every shot at a driving range like that. And I'm all loose to, I I've had work events, not at top golf, but at similar concepts where it's like, Oh, open bar. Like you mean, you're just going to keep bringing me Corona's while I try to hit a ball 300 yards every time. Like I'm just trying to crush it. I, I yeah. actually, I told, I told a girl that recently that it's like, ah, I, I'm down to go to top golf, but just as a heads up, I might leave with blisters cause I can't help it. Which she's probably like, okay. It sounds like a an issue, but but no, it's fun. No. It's just so much fun. I love driving I the ball in golf. But yeah, a, yeah. A, a good golf club flip that does feel good. I um, mm. especially too. I I was gonna. I wasn't. I didn't do it to my dad. He wasn't standing on the right side of me. But 
if I was like with my usual partner, this 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 actually he's he's like seventy five years old. Um, this guy named Mike, I would I would flip him my my club, I think, in the moment, and he would be like, he would laugh and be like, "You're you're a son of a bitch." Or something like that, but <laughs> <laughs> just like flip it to him like he's my caddy, just toss him my club, just uh, walk off, start walking. That, that'd be a cool one, but yeah, no, we'll celebrations are fun, fun in theory at least. You gotta, you know, what? I, I gotta yeah. practice mine, I gotta practice my game winners. <laughs> um, hockey's always a good one for celebrations too, but uh, anyways, the, who's gonna be my, my final question of the night here for you, Michael? Uh, is I don't know if you've looked at it, but the championship odds for 2022. Um, who's going to be celebrating at the end of next year? Gonzaga, they're still at the top, according to DraftKings. They're a uh, plus 600 favorite Michigan and Florida State, actually, with the uh, second best odds there at 1,200 apiece. Ohio State not far behind there. Villanova, Baylor, uh, the defending champs at plus 1,600. Um, Kansas at 1,800, Duke at uh, plus 2,000, along with Houston, Illinois, Kentucky, Louisville, Texas Tech, UCLA getting some love. I feel like that's a, a trap line for people. Um, Virginia, yeah. Virginia Tech, West Virginia. Um, here's my problem with this. And we just, I mean, yes, we just saw probably the, the I mean, Gonzaga and Baylor both came into this year uh, as the betting favorites to win the whole thing at plus 800. And Baylor obviously won. So it's kind of a, you know, pick one out of two and uh and you'd win money but i have a i i i it's fun to look at the betting lines but uh it's one of those where it's just it's it's kind of silly i feel like to put money on it one here this early but two at all because it's march madness anything can happen and to be betting on it in uh april of the year before is just is stupid uh to me but uh, by the way oregon state's included on this list at plus four thousand. they have like the oh, same odds God. as yukon uh, Clemson, Auburn, LSU, Maryland, Memphis, Oklahoma State, Drake, Drake at 4,000, Iowa at plus 4,000. Uh, Rutgers has better odds than Iowa. How about that? Providence College at plus 10,000. Same as Nebraska. Yes. No, Nebraska is plus 12,500. 12, e. Yikes. Interesting. Um, You're right. Anyways, 30,000, FYI. If you, if you had to put it uh, as silly as it would be to bet, if you had to put money on a couple of teams, who would they be? I know you love Florida State, so I'm probably going to – I'll say it there. You can you – can. No, but but you're – again, it's a it's kind of a fool's errand to to bet these. So it's like if I'm betting this, I need to like be in love with the value of it. Plus 1,200 yeah. for Florida State, is that really going to change that that much in terms of like um, like six months from now or whenever the season will start? I guess further along than that. Um, but I don't know. I, plus 1,200 isn't enticing enough. It is interesting. Michigan, I've seen on some 2022 uh, top 10s. They're not listed, so that's kind of interesting to see them as like third slash fourth odds, fourth best odds. Um, but in all actuality, I think I would like to be honest with you, I'm very interested by North Carolina at plus 3,300. In all honesty, I think that's pretty damn good value. I think that there's a, a thing that happens when, and actually, that's another piece of news too. Roy Williams actually retired on April Fool's Day, oh, true. Like, a, yeah. like a clown. Everyone thought it was a joke, and then it wasn't. It's just like that was that was the worst way to announce that. How did no one like? Does no one tell Roy Williams what day it is? Like that's just awful. That was yeah. So confusing. PR people at uh, North Carolina need to. Yeah, they sent out the memo, and they're like, "Oh shit, wait a second, that's <laughs> this was a mistake." Um, but no, um, I kind of I, I kind of like that in terms of a, a, an option there. Plus thirty three hundred, I think is pretty good value. Um, other than that, though, nothing crazy 
right? It's like maybe Duke at plus 2,000. That's another interesting one. I feel like you just have to think about Blue Bloods in those those um, higher odds. Gonzaga at plus 900, not awful, but at the same time, how much is that really going to improve over the, the next uh, six mm. to nine months? You know what I mean? Even if they maybe it moves to plus 600 when the season starts, if that, I don't, probably not even, but yeah. I don't know. Any any that you like in particular that you're like, oh man, got to have you know, Purdue at plus 2,500. Yeah. <laughs> um, Virginia plus 2,000. Uh, I still like them. Uh, I know they had a down year, but I mean, they could obviously be back very easily. Um, you know, West Virginia as well. Michigan State, those are kind of good odds there. Um, are the Mobleys coming back at USC? Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. Okay. Then yeah, not USC. Even though I like what Andy Enberg's done there. He he's a he's a pretty darn good coach. Um Villanova at 1400. I mean, I feel like at this point, too, if you're gonna do future bets, you're more kind of betting on the coaches and you're betting on um, you know, who's probably gonna be there and like, okay, like Duke, you know, Duke had a terrible year. They missed the tournament, yet they're yeah. still at plus two thousand. Um, they're still one of the betting favorites to win next year, all because of Coach K. And I, I you know what? I did totally forget. Uh, yeah, Roy Williams retired. Wow, that was crazy. Uh, and uh, I mean, just uh, absolutely wild. Bill Self gets a a, a lifelong lifetime, con- con- lifetime contract to be at Kansas after he got demolished by USC in the second round. I mean, talk about like that. Be that. How does that work? That's like if I like said a a swear like a racial slur on air of the Explorers <laughs> game and the X's and were then like, well, you know what? Here's a lifetime deal instead. He's Only our guy. Do that for us. <laughs> yeah, he's our guy. That's crazy. I saw that made me like literally laugh out loud when I saw that. Just in terms of the timing, just kind of vaguely bizarre. Like, like what? Who does that? A lifetime contract? And it's like it's not like it'd be different, I guess, if it's like, man, you know what, Bill Self, he just won two out of the last three national championships. He's on a heater right now. Like, I understand Bill Self. He is he's going to be one of the all time great coaches that we talk about 20, 30 years from now. But I mean, lifetime contract status, that is that's a little aggressive, especially when you are Kansas. If he falls off for the next three years, you're not telling me you're going to fire him in bump them for the next the next big thing so that is crazy but but in terms of north carolina i think it is interesting uh hubie lewis um or uh, hubert lewis there he got like pegged as the internal hire Mm -hmm. um so that's i i don't know i think that's an interesting one in the sense that i think it's going to be enough consistency um that that north carolina shouldn't lose any big top recruits that they have coming in um and the program should still kind of stay motions in place which, if you recall, a lot of other, like John Calhoun, Jim Calhoun, when he retired. True. Kevin Ollie won his national championship. Kevin Ollie, yeah. not that great of a coach, in all honesty. No. Like, sure. But it's like, it's those things where it's like that year of transition. Sometimes those big programs, it's intri- it's intriguing enough because it's like, I think it's a it's a, a mesh of, it's got the storied program, but then you kind of have a, a newer, younger coach that maybe makes players either more motivated or more, intri- like, it's something about it where it's like, man. This is North Carolina, or this is um, I'm trying to think of other programs that have had similar situations. Obviously, UConn's another one, but it's like, and then it's a new rejuvenated program because of the coach. So it's like there's kind of a, a window of time where it's like, man, we could really go on a run, um, and they have the talent to do it. So I think that that's that's kind of my my favorite odds there. But I mean, Arkansas plus point. three thousand though, I don't hate. I think Eric Musselman's here to stay. Honestly, no, that's a that's a good point. That's uh, something that. 
Um, I hadn't even thought of. You're right with Jim Calhoun, and you're right. Uh, those programs, like, yeah, they. Uh, you're right. I don't know what it is. Why? Why all of a sudden people they get all excited? They 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 perform like exceptionally well the next year. So it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating look into a study you could say. So, um, but yeah, congrats to Roy Williams. Gilly's got his Tar Heels hat on him for him uh, here tonight. So yeah, cause you're right. When you sent that to us, I was like, it's April fools. Like what? Like, it seems odd that Roy's just all of a sudden like, all right, calling it quits. Like I'm like, I got bounced in the first round this year. I, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm fizzled out, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's, that's pretty crazy, but yeah, Bill Self lifetime deal at Kansas. Like what? He, he won one national championship 13 years ago because Mario Chalmers uh, hit the biggest shot of his life. And um, Kansas was able to beat Memphis in the championship game. Cause Memphis couldn't make their free throws. If I remember correctly, Derek Rose just couldn't yep. quite carry him anymore. And John Calipari then ran away to Kentucky. So <laughs> that, yeah, that final four run got vacated. <laughs> For Memphis. That's true. You're right. They did. Yeah. Derek Rose's SAT wow. scores. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Derek Rose. And everyone still loves him. It's crazy. Uh, but that'll do it for us this week on Verbally Committed, presented by uh, CGS. That's Couch Guy Sports for, for all you. But uh, I'm Connor Ryan. And I'm Mike Gilligan. See you next week, everybody.